Welcome. This is Beyond the Hate. <laughs> I'm Steve. And I'm John. And Did you uh, read that all dramatic and yeah, shit. Like Jurassic Park. Right. Welcome. This is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, this man. is uh, one of the greatest movies of all time, Jurassic Park. Um, I got to go see it in the theaters. Not not the original run of the theaters. We had a dollar theaters because we were broke and we watched the shit out of some dollar movies back in the day. Broke AF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was a... Uh, uh, Ah, shit, I guess, like, 11 years old? Yeah, because didn't Titanic come out in 95? Mm, Titanic was 97? Okay, so, like, 12 or 13. Like, my mom took me to see it, and she was unaware of those big-ass titties that were in that Oh, movie. yeah! <laughs> so I was yeah. like, yeah, look at those! And my mom was trying those to cover Kate my eyes. I'm like, no, no, no! Uh, <laughs> I gotta see this. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Mom, seriously, it's all. I would Look. say, I would say, out of two epic movies, I think Jurassic Park is the better of the two. Um, so here's the thing: um, what would you say is Spielberg's masterpiece? Would it be this Jurassic Park, or would it be Saving Private Ryan? Oh well, there's a lot of people that think that Saving Private Ryan is like the best movie he's ever made. The thing about Saving Private Ryan, as and far it is as, a masterpiece. As far as war movies go, Spielberg is very, very good at them. Yeah, is uh, one of the better people. But I judge movies. Me personally, other people judge movies differently. Especially like Academy, they're like, ah, oh, this movie was, you know, this, you know, it's artsy or something like that. Me, I always judge movies off rewatch value. Yeah. And the rewatch value of Saving Private Ryan, I've watched it maybe, probably like three times. I've probably seen Saving Private Ryan about three times. I think I've seen it like twice and then maybe partially a third time. Yeah, it's good. I mean, Vin Diesel's in it. You know, um, this one... Uh, Matt Damon. Ed Burns was in it, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he one of the guys? Yeah, because you had the guy with the pack of cigarettes and he was always uh, being all dark and gloomy. Yeah. I think that was Edward Burns. Um, it's been a mess since I've seen Private Saving Private Ryan. So, But I Tom don't... Hanks, obviously, is great. Um, you know, this cast right here was a little bit more, you know, a lot more unknown people, you know, um, at the time, like they they were known, but not like superstars. Yeah, like Laura Except, like, Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern and uh, um, Sam Neill. Sam Neill. You know, well, obviously, you know Richard uh, Attenborough. Uh, he was known because uh, yeah. he won an Oscar for directing. Yeah, Richard Attenborough. Uh, which is funny that he was in this movie because he actually beat out um, Spielberg for an Oscar. Uh, no, because. <laughs> Attenborough directed uh, Gandhi, uh, the movie Gandhi, and he beat out uh, um, Spielberg's E.T. So, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, Attenborough. But it was good that he wasn't salty about that when he was yeah. when he was getting him to play. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Hammond. Hammond. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think. I was. Like, it is Hammond, right? Yeah, he plays John Hammond, uh, and he actually at this point he hadn't acted since 1979. Oh, for real? Yes, because he stopped acting to do directing, and oh, then Spielberg right. actually got him to come back. 
to play Hammond. To, to play Hammond. John Hammond yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty inspirational story right there, where it's kind of rivals. You know, Spielberg gets beat out with E.T., which a lot of people say E.T. is one of uh, Spielberg's greatest works. I think it's um, one of his most creative. Because even, yeah. like, you know, a lot of people about this movie will say, well, it's really Crichton. And it was like, it, it is and it isn't, because Spielberg changed a lot of the stuff. You know, he changed a lot of the stuff from the from the books. You read the books, I read the book. Yeah, um, I read... Yeah, I read the first one. Like, well, after the movie came out, like, our teacher uh, was like, you know, hey, uh, you know, we have the book available in the library if you guys want to read the novel. So I read the novel of that one, and then I read Lost World. Because uh, I was, like, really big into Michael Crichton's, like, you know, Jurassic Park stuff back then. Because it was, like... Like, when this movie fucking came out, it was, like... It, in case, you know, some of you listening to this are too young and didn't, you know, like, live in the 90s. Jurassic Park came out, and it was, like, holy fuck. It was everywhere. The budget of this movie <laughs> was only $63 million. Are you shitting me? Sixty-three. Spielberg million. made this movie for sixty-three million. I would have. I would have thought this was like a hundred mil easy. Yeah. Well, Spielberg with his special effects uh, was a genius back in the day. It's kind of like uh, Lucas back. Uh, you know, whenever he made the original uh, Star Wars movies, this movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. In like Jurassic in 1993 Park, or just for inflation? This is for inflation. It made a okay. billion dollars. But the franchise of it is much bigger because there would be no Jurassic Worlds or anything like that without the success of Jurassic Park. Yeah, even the video games. And the home mo- uh, video sales of this movie. Okay, I already said the billion for the, for the gross of That was it. box office. That was box office. Home video, $225 million. Jesus. One of the highest... Selling uh, like home video uh, that you can. Uh, foreign home video is one of the highest of any movie that's ever came out. That that was made by Americans, forty nine million. For foreign, like overseas, that's not American, forty nine million dollars in sales of home videos. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, TV rights, annual TV rights, they they rake in thirty three million to this day. To show, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's to show Jurassic Park on TV on a yearly basis on TV. They make $33 million off that a, a year. Um, that's fucking nuts. The toys, it's an estimated that they've already uh, sold $1 billion in merchandise of toys alone from the Fuck. Jurassic Park. That is including Jurassic World 2, but all that ties mm. in together because you don't have Jurassic any franchise. of the Jurassic franchise. They sold one billion in toys. That's fucked up. But like <laughs> I because like you would go into like toy stores and you would see like you know, like all kinds of like just like T Rex toys and Raptor toys and they had like they had I, I remember getting like the toys in like my happy meal because you got like a dinosaur and every awesome, happy meal yeah, awesome there for a stuff. while. Like it was fucking everywhere, man. The Jurassic World Evolution game has sold one million copies. Is that the one where like you build your own? Where that's you where you build, build your, your own park? park stuff. To that's I put this in here because that's one of the games. Jurassic Park has multiple video games. This the Jurassic World Evolution is the most successful Jurassic Park game they've made though. 
like Jurassic Park because it's already sold one million copies, and that's sixty dollars a piece. Yeah. You know, so that's sixty million dollars just off a of video game. Yeah. That probably didn't take two million to make. Probably less, actually. It doesn't cost that much to make video games. Yeah. Unless you're making some, you know, crazy ass stuff. But this isn't crazy. Yeah. It's just a world builder. Yeah. Wouldn't cost anything. You're just like, building you your have own like park. you probably have like five people working on that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's that's the thing too about like some of those licensed games is they can get the license for relatively cheap, make a decent game out of it, and then boom, make yeah. All it's this not like Rockstar money. where you have like sixty people making one game. A lot of these gaming companies, because you, you're sitting there thinking in your head, oh yeah, it's like a whole company of people working on the ga- one game. It's like a lot of times it's just like a few people. How many people? The game. How many people did Bethesda have like working on Skyrim? Like maybe a hundred. Probably less. Less than that. Yeah, you're probably like over. Well, because thing. that team, because uh, there there wouldn't be like anybody like, hey, you know, I can't work on this today. You work on that. It's really like everybody has a job, and that's why it takes mm-hmm. Bethesda so long to come out with a game. That's why like, like the Fallout games took so long between. Yeah. And we're, so, yeah, it's gonna so we're it, gonna be Bethesda. Old ass I mean, I might be underestimating here, but Bethesda's like actual people that are making the game. They might have more staff there. But the actual people that are making the game, probably not over 25 people. They might have a higher staff there, but, I mean, there's only so much people can do. Just, now, I know they probably they have writers for the stories and stuff, but they're not actually making the game. Yeah, they're not actually, like, coding and building models and yeah, yeah glitch fixing and stuff like that. It's like yeah. the Mortal Kombat's, I mean, it's still... That's kind of what I was thinking yeah. was, like, if you think of, like, voice actors... Plus, like, artist people and, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that gets up in the hundreds. Because you'll see the credits after the games. But, and like, actual, the physical people making the game, it's probably not a lot. Building it, yeah. Because you, know. you gotta think that, like, you know, they're working on, like, Elder Scrolls. They're working on Fallout. They're working on Doom. You know, Dishonored. Like, all these different franchises that they have, you know. <laughs> it's like so, with the NCAA football team. It was, like, 15 people. Yeah. And then yeah. they had, and they had a few people that were like for marketing and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I don't consider those people. Yeah, the company's bigger than that, but they have other jobs in it. But the people yeah. that are actually sitting there making the game, coding it's not a lot. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how many people made the original Mortal Kombat? It was like what four people made the original Thought it was Kombat. Three. It's three was or it three? four. It was Ed Boon, John Tobias, and I think they had like one or two other guys. Yeah, that made the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, it was three or four. They made, just made it. The, the guy that made Stardew Valley was just one guy. Yeah, he didn't even go to school for it. He was just like, you know, uh, he was pretty much just like uh, uh, Harvest Moon sucks now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make my own game. Yeah, I'm gonna make my own game, and he learned. He taught himself how to do it, and it's one of the most it's, popular games yeah. in the world. Oh yeah, like I, the yeah. other day, I was like on the um, uh, the Switch online store. The digital store because they they re-released uh, Grid Autosport for anybody who wants like a really badass racing game for your Switch. Check that game out, and uh, <laughs> we don't get paid by <laughs> from Codemasters or anything. I'm just dropping that out there. Uh, but I was like looking, and Stardew Valley is still one of the highest uh, selling games digitally on the Switch. If oh, you yeah. go by best like like highest sellers, it's like Mario Kart, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And then I think, like, the fifth one is, like, Stardew Valley. <laughs> that dude is, like, uh, I used to know his name. 
but that dude is like uh, that dude that used to uh, make those uh, Wrestling Revolution games. Oh, Matt Dickey? Yeah, but good. <laughs> Wrestling Revolution. You can tell it's made by one dude that doesn't really know what he's doing. It's those very games were fun, but they were, God, they were, it's like, if you if you don't mind the fact that it's a hot mess, you can have fun with it, but. Yeah, he, um, he's, he's, he's okay, though. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but as far as, like, Jurassic Park goes, like, this thing is a fucking juggernaut. And it's, it's like. It's a money-making machine. It's like, a money-making machine. A lot of that real. stuff I was just talking about. It's just tied into one movie. Then, right. You know, some of the other movies that came later was less successful. I would say every movie that came after is less successful than this first one. Even if you're like, well, Jurassic World 1 made like a billion. It's like, true, but how much was it? And I like that movie a lot. Uh, uh, but I was also like, how much of that was just like based off from Jurassic Park? Right. Like what? What? It was the memory of how good Jurassic Park was. What? What it was to me is is the memory of how good Jurassic Park was, and all the people that grew up watching Jurassic Park have kids now, and they're like, yeah. I want to take them to see the next. This Jurassic is Park. their version of what Jurassic Park was to right. like our generation because we grew right. up with the original Jurassic Park, and it's like, oh guys, you get to guys you can see some cool shit, you know. But and like then, I've shown my kid. Uh, uh, Ethan, uh, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. He'll watch Jurassic Park. He gets a little. He gets uninterested in Jurassic World at some points. You know, the dinosaurs show up. He's he's all in. Yeah. But like Jurassic Park is just kind of like, I don't know. It draws you in. Like it draws you in when you're a kid because it's got kind of like a mysterious thing to it. It's like. You know, like, when are these dinosaurs going to attack? And when they do, the dinosaurs look real. Like, really real. And uh, Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing, too. You don't... You see the raptor at the very beginning attacking uh, one of the workers when they're trying to move the raptor. I think they're moving the raptor from the island that they, that they grow all the dinosaurs on. They're trying to move it to the raptor pen... That's on uh, Isla Nublar, which is the main Jurassic Park island, mm-hmm. and they have the um, the cage basically put up against the thing, and the raptor knows that as soon as they draw up that, um, uh, it's like that, uh, uh, what the hell do you call that? It's like that 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 pull door yeah. to open up to let let him into the pen. Um, that's when he attacks and he grabs that worker, or she grabs the worker, <laughs> and yeah. pulls the worker like into. Uh, into the cage and starts eating it and you know and then like uh, what is it Muldoon is it Muldoon yeah Muldoon yeah yeah. Muldoon's the uh, uh, he's like the 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 dude with the safari hat and stuff I forgot what his actual he's like he's like one of their like animal wranglers right like he's one of the the wranglers they use to keep tabs of the on the dinosaurs yeah 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 so he's like I think his first line in the movie is they should all be destroyed right yeah, yeah. So he was against it at, at the first thing, but one of the things that kind of confuses you uh, later in the movie, whenever he gets killed, is he knows the raptor's tactics and he fell for it anyway. Right. Like, because Alan actually says that exact strategy at the first of the mm-hmm. movie. 
Yeah. And then when they use it, he's like, ah, shit. And it's like, how did you fall for that? Yeah. It's like, did you not know that they do that they, they do that pincer attack kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, they're, they're pack hunters or yeah. whatever. Because like, Alan, yeah, because Grant, whenever he's whenever he has that claw, that raptor he's claw, the shit out he's of scaring kid. the shit out of that kid. And he was like, uh, he was like, you, you know, you see, you know, one ahead of you, like straight ahead in the clearing. It's like, and that's he's not like, where the attack comes but from. But that's it not where the, the attack sides. doesn't come straight forward. It comes from the sides. He was like, and then, you know, all it takes is one slash across and then your intestines fall out, you know? And then <laughs> he's like, no, that kid shit himself. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure that kid shit himself. <laughs> uh, Mention Spielberg's tactics is like, he didn't, he probably didn't let that kid actually like read the what alan was gonna say to him he's like oh, just like, go out there yeah, yeah just go out there and then he started explaining that kid's like oh shit yeah did not realize it was that serious guys <laughs> it's sam, like yeah sam Neill's no a bullshit. great actor sam oh yeah is awesome and it's also kind of funny too because he's uh he's australian and you can't even tell it because he just drops his accent entirely yes so he that is, he can uh, come across as like an american everybody in this movie uh Acting wise is amazing. Mm-hmm. Even the kids. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot. Of it, I know there's some people that were kind of like, ah, oh, they had to have kids in this movie, and it's like, well, kids are the target audience for this movie. Yeah, of course they had to have kids in this movie. Right. Well, let's get, let's get in the comments. Does anybody yeah. have any comments about how kids are in this movie? Uh, they mentioned them with just problems with the characters in in, in any way, uh, <laughs> like just in like a general way. It's like, uh, I fucking hate kids. <laughs> um, they should have died and get eaten by the dinosaurs. Should have been eaten by the dinosaurs. Dumbass Tim. Kind of wish he would have been eaten. <laughs> it's like, whoa, man, you guys are just fucking psychotic. I like um, Tim. They haven't casted a kid, a, a kid as cool as Tim. Yeah, since Tim. Yeah, Tim and Lex are kind of yeah. They're like the ultimate brother sister combo. Because they they actually do work together to try and get through this shit, uh, but uh, yeah, you guys might be noticing that we're not reviewing a beer for this episode, and you can tell them why, Steve. <laughs> uh, it was called Tropic Thunder, and it was so disgusting. I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a zero out of three, and just never talk about it again. Right. <laughs> I took a sip of it when I was like, I'm gonna try this before the show, and I was like. Ugh! Okay. He mind. almost he almost spit it back out. I could see the look on his face. It was horrible. I, was I have like, never not mind. tried it. Uh, I was super psyched about it because it was called Tropic Thunder after one of my favorite movies. But it um yeah it t- it, it tasted like like assholes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, no beer review this time uh, because it was awful. I didn't even want to attempt it after I saw what it did to Steve's face. So he is drinking some green tea, which he's giving a three out of three stars, and I'm drinking uh, yes. good old reliable Miller Lite, which I'm giving like probably like a two and a half out of three. I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest <laughs> light light beer ever. It's but, just cheap yeah, and dependable. Well, it's Miller Lite. It's dependable. It's good. Two and a half out of three stars. I mean. Better than Bud Light. Shots fired. <laughs> oh man. Hashtag cancel Bud Light. No, just all light <laughs> beer is just an acquired taste. It's just It all just whatever, depends on what you get into. You whatever know? your taste buds feel like whenever you're just drinking some light beer and doing podcasting. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, it's uh as far as the uh comments go. Uh, oh, I did want to do one thing uh, just before we get started. I did want to shout out 
uh, our uh, first Beyondist, I guess, is what, what we'll, Beyondist, we'll say. Yeah, yeah first sure. Beyondist, uh, UN Buchanan, uh, who is like kind of like our new buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, UN Buchanan uh, donated to the show, so I want to shout him out uh, before we continued. Yeah. Because um, we uh, anybody who donates to the show and helps support us, we, uh, we want to make sure that you get uh, the correct amount of accolades so. and respect you're part of the show now welcome yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you are that's why technically... we say welcome at the beginning of the show it's just not some cool tagline we were welcome you to our show for yeah. real yeah. Uh, welcome to the show where hate can fucking go <laughs> i don't know i'm still working on like a little uh thing I don't yeah know you kind of ruined that we'll, we'll work on it yeah, we'll, 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 we'll workshop it later yeah, we'll, we'll workshop work it later it. what did our producer, um, producer say about it what'd you say Nope, we don't have a producer. We don't have a producer. But I was looking over there at my Carson Palmer figure. He said nothing. Yeah. Uh, he's retired, sitting on the couch right now. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he has any input in this show. No, nothing. Volume's good. Cool. Yeah. All right, thanks, Carson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, oh on with the comments. <laughs> I was just I was just distracted by the bottle of Jose Cuervo up there. Uh, you can grab it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is, is there actually any Cuervo in there? Yeah, I got some orange juice, too. Oh, shit. You make you a, uh, what do they call it, tequila sunrise. Mm. It's very delicious. Maybe a break. <laughs> yeah. We get to our first break. Let's get Maybe. to the break. Get to the comments. Yeah. Stop being distracted by my awesome display of uh, Avengers pops and uh, uh, football figures and autographs of Joe Montana and Dwight Clark. and Yeah. He's also Orton up there. He's my lone wrestling guy. Yeah. But uh, so good. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> yeah. So Steve's decorations aside, um, so when we were talking about the characters, right? Uh, people <laughs> and okay, like I, reading these, some of these comments, I was like, I was getting like kind of angry because I'm like, you people nitpick about fucking everything. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I mean, you troll-ass troll internet people that want to talk shit about Jurassic Park on the internet. You put some fucking respect on Jeff Goldblum's name. Uh, <laughs> the only reason Malcolm wasn't a, a, a coward in this movie is because of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he Jeff Goldblum so. ain't no bitch. No. That should be a t-shirt. Jeff Goldblum ain't no bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to get like a t-shirt like that on Public or something like right, that. Yeah. Like, get, get them to be like, like, can we get a picture of like Jeff Goldblum and just says, Jeff Goldblum ain't no bitch? Ain't no bitch. Oh, man. I would wear that And then like everywhere. send a picture of it to him like on Twitter or something. I'd be like, Goldblum, check this shit out. <laughs> oh, Goldblum's cool as fuck. Yeah. No, he's, so. yeah. He's basically, he's like Jewish Keanu. Like the mm. dude's like the, the most awesome dude. Uh, That's probably the greatest description of anyone i've ever heard he's, like, he's jewish, keanu. jewish keanu like that's uh but anyway so it says uh it's uh, like spielberg's jewish scorsese but he's not a dick <laughs> oh hashtag scorsese scorsese yeah cancel scorsese <laughs> they probably could because yeah. i'm pretty sure he's done some fucked up shit <laughs> Uh, we know Coppola has, because Coppola's done some crazy shit to people. Um, Especially to women. He hates yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a vagina? He hates you. Uh, no. Uh, but it says, annoying characters, useless dialogue, and horrible acting. Richard Attenborough is just as awful in acting as his character is obnoxious. Obnoxious, sorry. Goldblum is dreadful beyond belief. 
he can't even chew gum properly, and Sam Neill and his girlfriend, whoever it is that plays her, are badly <laughs> cast and deliver the disgracefully bad dialogue with cringe-inducing cheesiness. You, the, the, uh, just to stop right there, this motherfucker didn't even take the time to look up that that Dr. Settler was played by Laura Dern. Laura Dern is amazing yeah she's fucking awesome especially in this movie um but it says uh, that would be like uh it's probably a bad example because the movie's a little iffy but that would be watching like hollow man and just being like you remember that movie hollow man with kevin bacon uh oh yeah 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 yeah. it was basically like in the visible man story but Mm -hmm. modernized or whatever but it'd be like, oh, this movie uh, was good with Kevin Bacon and whoever the hell that other girl was, which was Elizabeth Shue. Right. It's like, are you serious? Like, you don't know mention who that name? is? Like, yeah, this is just a clear... And I'm not even done. Oh, keep going yeah. then. Before I just had to I stop get, right yeah. there because oh I was just God. like, you need to put some respect on Laura Dern. But it says, uh, it is obvious from this that Spielberg values money and the distorted kind of fame that making the blockbuster as an as an end in itself seems to guarantee above all considerations of art or intelligence. Of course, then come the moronic characters and those obnoxious children. Can anyone even stand children in movies anymore? I can't. Tim, one of the two kids, is a victim of a strong electric shock and however, uh, Sam Neill manages to save him. Moreover, Tim's sister succeeds in locking a dinosaur up in a room thanks to a code, which is, however, hard to get. So, children are in the depths of these unlikelinesses. (laughs) What? And unlike... (laughs) I don't even know if I can say the word. Unlikelinesses? Unlikelinesses. And it probably reflects Spielberg's tender look of childhood. Well, there has to be children in this movie. Yeah. There there has to be. And and Tim is kind of the heart-driven character. Yeah. And then Lexi, she's kind of like the intellect. She's the she's smart the, character, the, yeah. The, the the techie person and the the it's the the early beginning set up the the plot of this movie with Alan not really wanting kids or liking kids. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he meets these two kids, and then he obviously likes them. Yeah, they um, grow on him. They grow on him because he's, you know, he's just that type of character. And it's, it's a lot of character building in this. This was too hard of work for this movie to just be like a cash grab movie. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like a Juve Bowl or a Michael Bay attempt of just trying to call it in and just being like, look, this is, this is something that we know people will buy all the time. For one, you don't you don't get Spielberg for one if you want to just cash grab. Yeah, and just do like big action, big explosions. Because Spielberg's going to do the job even though I I'm I'm not a fan of all of his movies, although I am having a hard time thinking of a movie that I'm I don't like that he's made. Uh so maybe I am a fan of all of his movies. Uh but <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of hard for me to think of. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you start like, going through, like, you know, it's like, because uh, some people, you know, were kind of like 50-50 on, like, Minority Report. and See, know, Minority Report, of... I never mind it because I, I like Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
So whenever you get like something like Spielberg and Tom Cruise together, I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like it's it was a fun movie, you know. Uh, so like it's if a little we, weird, but if you if you just look at like. Okay, let's just... Can we just do, like... But we're more positive on watching movies, so that, like... Because, you know, like, uh, Spielberg was, like, cool enough to make the cameo in Austin Powers, and, you know, Laura Dern, she, she's in Star Wars now, or she was in Star Wars. Yeah, um, as a Holdo, yeah. Holdo, uh... It's just so many iconic kind of characters. Sam Neill made the appearance in uh, Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. as Odin. Which he would have just made a great Odin if they would have casted him as Odin. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody could have been better than Anthony Hopkins. But if you're like, if Anthony Hopkins wasn't available, we got Sam Neill. I'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? And all these people are going to be in the next Jurassic World movie. It's yeah, cool. that's just crazy, too, when you think about it. But the only the only issue I may have with that, and this is just me talking off the top of my head, when I heard... Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern were all going to be in the new Jurassic World movie. I was like, if they're in it, they need to be the main characters. Yeah, if they're going to have Dr. Settler and Dr. Grant and... uh, (laughs) Like, I don't know how you write that and let Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard be the main characters. I don't know how you write it. Uh, Because there's no way... What those two people can bring are more important than what those three can bring. So uh, that's that's a tough writing. That's that's a writer situation that they're gonna have to really figure out. They're gonna have to get some great writers to figure that out. Oh yeah, because they can't be side characters. They're gonna have to at least be main characters. Yeah, you can't well, just because yeah. I mean they, they they created all this. You know, it's like the, this is the Jurassic universe, Park was yeah. built on. That's why they had to bring um, Doctor Grant back for part three. Because yeah. they were like, we need to bring one of the originals back. They brought back Malcolm for part two. So we haven't seen Dr. Sattler, so her coming back is pretty cool. Uh, but I'm just, I wanted to run through this just real quickly because you were talking about Spielberg stuff. Yeah, and so me not really thinking yeah, so of anything. Yeah, so I'm just going to go through this and you tell me, like, these are movies that he's directed. I'm looking at his directed stuff. So uh, he has the Sugarland Express, which was like his te- his first you can't, movie. You can't really go too old because I can't know go I to that. Okay, that. so I'll go to Jaws. Okay, nineteen seventy five. Yep. I like Jaws. Okay, Close uh, Encounters of the Third Kind. That's a good movie. Yeah, that was a good one. It had uh, 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 Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Yep. Uh, nineteen forty one. I haven't seen. I've that never one. seen that one. I, I haven't seen that I one, so I can't say anything. Uh, Rears of the Lost Ark. That's a great movie. Fucking great, great movie. movie. All the Indiana Jones are already great. Yeah, E.T. That's the a, Extraterrestrial. Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, start of Drew Barrymore, so he gave us something there. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Twilight Zone the movie. Never seen it. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, of uh, course, Indiana Jones on Temple of Doom. Yeah, great. Uh, and then you jump ahead a little bit because he did TV there for a little bit. Uh, the Color Purple with Oprah. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, I've seen part of that movie. But, like, what I did see, I like, but I haven't watched the whole thing, so I can't really say anything. Pretty sure it's good. Okay, Amazing Stories. Never seen that. Okay, Empire of the Sun. Never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Yeah, I've seen that. Great, That's always. Also, awesome. uh, Which is funny because the next, Connery, right? the next movie is Always <laughs> in 1989. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, mm-hmm. so then we'll jump to, okay, this is where he starts to, like, really go off here. 1991, Hook. 
Great movie. Fucking amazing Great movie. movie. 1993, Jurassic Park. Great movie. Uh, the, the reason we're here. <laughs> uh, Schindler's List, also, 1993. Uh, very, very... Um, Fucking amazing movie. Amazing movie, but I'll never watch it again. It's... it's, it's it, Yeah, it's one of those things, like, it's tough to get through. It's it's like watching Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like this is your guilt as a human being is just too much to bear. Right. It's it's yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. Your mm-hmm. guilt as a human that you are part of a race or a species that could do that. Yeah. It's it's it really hits your soul. Great movie. Great movie. Keep going. So okay, nineteen ninety seven, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Uh, I like that one. I like like the Last World. That one gets or a lot the Lost of, World. Yeah, Lost World. Uh, it's a uh, it's the better book that Michael Crichton, Crichton wrote was the Lost World. Yeah, the Lost World book is awesome. Yeah, if it's you guys, the best book that if he wrote. you guys aren't like, super into the movie specifically, read the novel and you might change your mind. Yeah, you will change your mind. Uh, <laughs> so then, uh, also in '97, Amistad. Uh, I've seen some of it. I can't. I think I've seen a little that, bit of that yeah, movie, I but I can't quite say. 1998, Saving Private Ryan. Great movie. Fucking amazing movie. Especially when Vin Diesel is dying in the middle. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, that was a horrible part to watch. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so 2001, AI Artificial Intelligence. I didn't really like that movie that much. So that's probably like uh, the first one that you're like, eh, not so much about. Only, only I think because only the, the Uncanny Valley. Okay. You know, the Uncanny Valley effect where it just looked too artificial yeah. like stuff. It's hard to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is weird because I love to lead a battle angel. But Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, but 2002, Minority Report. Yeah, I liked it. I liked okay. it. I liked so, and the, also in 2002, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, great movie. That was a fucking great, great movie. movie. 2004, The Terminal. Yeah, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. I actually like that movie a lot. 2005, the remake of War of the Worlds. Uh, no, um, I don't know. You weren't really into that uh, the the thing about World of the World. It wasn't directed bad. It looked great. It was awesome, uh, as far as like the looks and stuff like that. I just think the World of the World story has always been very dumb. Yeah. Uh, so oh, suck fired. it, HG Wells. Suck that dude. Uh, nah, I'm not. I'm not taking on HG Wells. Yeah. Obviously, he's he, he has way more talent oh. than, than we have. But right. I, I always always think that that the the, the story was. It it's not our time. It's not in our time. Of it's the story. yeah. It, it's like it's, it's, very a, it's out of the date by the time it gets to us. So it's yeah. It's kind of hard to relate to. It's like hard this, to do that. Yeah. So it's not. It's not his fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Born in a different time. Yeah. Also, in two thousand five, Munich. Oh yeah, Munich was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Okay, two thousand eight, uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was I like good. that. I, I, I like people shit on that movie. <laughs> I like Kate Blanchett. Yeah. So if Kate Blanchett is it's fucking villain aliens in something, and fucking like Soviets and shit, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, two thousand eleven, The Adventures of Tintin. I never seen it. Yeah, I, I should have watched it, but I haven't uh, seen 2011, it. Twenty eleven uh, also was War Horse. I haven't seen that one either. Uh, two thousand twelve, Lincoln. Didn't watch that one either. Uh, 2015, Bridge of Spies. Nope. Haven't seen it. Uh, 2016, The BFG. The um, animated movie. Oh, no, no, but I heard it was really, really great because uh, uh, my brother and his daughter and all that watched it and he said it was awesome. And it was on my list. It's on my list. So you I made the list. It was really good. You uh, made the list. And then uh, we get to 2017, The Post. I don't even know what that is, really. 
it's not the Postman, right? Yeah, no, not the not Postman. a Postman remake. Not the Postman. <laughs> if anything in Hollywood should get a reboot, it should be the fucking Postman. It should be the Postman. You gotta fucking bring that movie back. And you know who would be a great Postman? Chris Evans. I nailed it. Boom. You're welcome, Hollywood. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Uh, okay, so then 2018, Ready Player One. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've been meaning to. Yeah. So of those, like, of the ones that you've seen, the one you probably liked the least was, well, probably the World of the Worlds and maybe AI? AI is probably the least, yeah. The one AI that you liked the, 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 the least? I like. And I like everybody in that movie. It's just really hard to watch. Like, yeah. For, like, as far as visually... And I know it's a lot of work, and it's a, it's a good story. Because when I was watching the story, I was just like, the the look. And I know that's that's not really hate. Just a lot of people like sometimes you can't adjust your eyes to some things, and then that makes it like hard for you to watch. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why like I can't really watch like three D movies. Like three D movies fuck with my head like real bad. Yeah, I like like uh, like the Universal Soldier movies, but I forget the name of it. It was one of the. Not recent ones, but it was like whenever they got Dolph and Jean-Claude back together and stuff like that. But it was a bunch of flashing lights in the movie and stuff. And uh, whenever I grew up, I had uh, epilepsy, which, I mean, technically you never grow out of. But uh, so I kind of fear flashing lights. I kind of have a phobia of it. And if it's too much of that, like... I, I. that's not hate. It's just like I can't watch. It's this like movie. I don't really, really want to watch that. Because I don't want to see all this seizure or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's what I feel like I'm gonna do. Which I, you know, I haven't had one in like years and years and years. But like that's just something like I'm not gonna watch this. Again. This is just too much. Uh-huh. This is just too much flashing. And sometimes directors just get kind of like they get a little crazy with the strobe light. Yeah, and it's just like, and if you do that in a movie, I'm just not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna go online and say I hate this movie. It's too much flashing lights. I'm just gonna be like, okay, I can't watch this because I mean, too much flashing lights. That's that's not any input on what the movie is like. No, you know, it's not like oh, this. Movie it's just sucked a directorial because, decision yeah. that just kind of ruined the experience. It's kind of like what the people were complaining about, like what was the flash lens and Abrams uh, Star Trek? Oh, uh, the lens flares. Yeah, the lens flares and Abrams. It's like. You can't really say you hate the movie because of that. You yeah, can say, like I can't watch the movie because my eyes, you know, kind of hurt when I watch it. Yeah, that's, that's sure. That's a good complaint. Yeah. But you can't say, this movie sucked because he used lens flares. It's like, no, the movie doesn't suck because he used lens it's flares. It's just kind of a weird stylistic choice to have him, like, all over the scenes. And really, he only used it, like, four times in that movie. I yeah. Guess. I mean, I know he used them. He uses them on, like, the bridge of the ship a lot. But, you know... It's like that's just because he out. That's just how he imagines space. That's just yeah. He just kind of figures like that was probably what it would do to a camera. A bunch so, of stars. Yeah. A bunch of bright lights. Yeah. A bunch of fogginess. So, <laughs> but as far as like the annoying characters thing goes, right? Like, and I'm re- reading this, and I'm like, I don't even think the lawyer is annoying. No, the lawyer does his part. Like he he is what you would expect. And uh, what's what's his name? Uh, the um, shoot, what, what's Newman's name? Uh, oh, Dennis Hello. Nedry. Nedry, yeah, yeah, Hello, Newman. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, Wayne Knight played yeah, by Wayne, Wayne Knight. Knight. He's, yeah. um, he's a great actor. He's an amazing actor, and he pulls off Dennis Nedry in this like, like to perfect. a T. Perfect. perfect. Dotson, we've got, we got Dotson, Dotson here. here. See, nobody cares. See, nobody cares. Oh man, he's so great. We we literally quote that. Every day of our lives. 
Uh, Wayne Knight is awesome. And if you're like, ah, I just want to call him Nedry or something, do you know how pissed Jerry Seinfeld gets whenever people try to just kind of exploit that? He was like, oh, really? you know, yeah, because uh, he, but, shit, I forget what interview it is. You can find it on YouTube easy, but they keep keep trying to, like, do the, the interviewers, like, you know, do the Hello Newman thing or something like that. And he was like, do you know how hurtful this is to my friend Wayne Knight or whatever? He's more than that. He's a great, he's a sweet man. He's a great actor. He's right. like, I don't like when you guys do that. Yeah. He was like, we did it as a running joke on the show. Yeah. But this is our life. The show's been over for, you know, 20 plus years. Uh-huh. Get on with it. You know, it's like, it's not, you know, it's like Wayne Knight should be known more than this because he's a great actor. And I agree because look yeah. at what we're talking about Jurassic Park Yeah, right he's now. fucking amazing in this movie. I, I almost remember him more for this movie than Seinfeld. I do too, and I watch Seinfeld. I watch Seinfeld all the time. Yeah. You know, like... Because, it, like, if you grew up in the 90s and you watched, like, sitcom stuff, you watched Seinfeld, you know? And, like, I remember Who was your him... favorite character in Seinfeld? We were way off topic, but you guys know how this Well, we're shirt... talking about characters right now, so yeah. it's kind of on topic. Yeah, so who was your favorite character on the show, Seinfeld? My favorite character on Seinfeld... <sighs> Shit. I think it's it hard would, for a lot of people to say Kramer oh, man, now because I, of the dude, the actual dude. But let's say no. His, I, mine would be um, uh, shit. His like uh, his best friend that worked for the the Yankees or whatever. Uh, shit. What George is this? Costanza. George. Yes, George would be probably my favorite. Yeah, Ellen was and my then, favorite. She was always my favorite. Um, uh, uh, or you mean uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, Ju- yeah, Julia Louis. No, it was uh no, no that wasn't her name. Elena. It was Elaine. Ele- Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. Elaine. <laughs> I was like, wait, Ellen. I and shortened like, it. I shortened it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I know her. It's like I know her. Yeah. It's like I call her Ellen because we're so close. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was to meet Alan Grant in real life, I just what's up, Al? Yeah. <laughs> what's up, Alan? He'd probably yeah. be like, I don't know you. Get away from me. Yeah. And. Go beat up a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go punch this velociraptor in the face. Uh, but it, like when it says like horrible acting and then like R- like Richard Attenborough, they want to talk about like his acting as John Hammond. Is, and is, also, by the way, his character is obnoxious. Richard Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude is fucking knighted. Show some goddamn respect to right. the knights. I mean, monarchies really aren't a thing anymore, but at least let's let's hold some, you know... It's a constitutional monarchy, so let's at least respect it. Yeah. Sir. I mean, it's the, you know, it's the decision of the of the monarchy to give these uh, knighthoods out. Well, and uh, uh, what's the other one? It's like dameships, or it's like knighthood and dameships. Dameships, yeah. Yeah, because like that's... Like Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench, yeah. Um, but, like, but they're going to talk shit about Richard Attenborough and say that, like, the character of Hammond's obnoxious... And it's like, he's not obnoxious. He's a guy that had a dream, and he's a little over his head because I don't think he totally grasped what he's done He's here. supposed to be like Walt Disney. Yeah, he's kind of supposed to be like Disney in terms of like having this this idea for like this grand you know park idea like Walt did when he wanted to create Disney World. Well, and, like how um, Crichton looked at it was like... Um, 
Like Walt Disney if he was evil. So basically just Walt Disney. Because <laughs> uh, he was evil. Walt Disney didn't like Jews and black people. Yeah, he was very racist. Yeah. Enjoy your Disneyland tickets. Right. I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with it today. He's far removed from any of that. Oh, yeah. So That's you know, one of the reasons why they have Bob Iger there. Because they're like, we actually have a, a dude who's not racist. And, and as fuck. As, yeah, and, and Enjoy like your Ford trucks and cars, by the way, also. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he was far removed from the good ones. Like the, you know, you know, like Shelby's and stuff like that. He, you know, he wasn't even around then. He was dead. Oh yeah, uh, Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like his uh, his son. Yeah, or it was one of the Fords that was running it at the time when they created like the Mustang and they they created like the the GT40 to go to Le Mans and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is, good thing uh, uh, shittiness isn't uh, hereditary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So unless you're Jerry Jones's son. Oh, oh shit. No, we're just playing. <laughs> He's good dude too. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like unless you're Jason Garrett. Oh, oh shit. No defense there. <laughs> not... uh, but like... I can say that and it's not hate because gingers have no souls. <laughs> that was a Daniel Tosh joke. Don't don't It's put like that on making me. fun of it's it's like talking shit about somebody who's made out of cardboard. There's just no substance there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like then when they want to talk shit about Goldblum, I'm like, okay, I, I think you've drawn the line now. I'd go to you war. Are... I would go to war for Goldblum. Yeah, right. Like, I would literally go out and buy a gun and go to war. <laughs> we come coming for you, motherfucker. Yeah, you want to talk shit about Goldblum? And we're it's... going to war. Nah, Goldblum can handle himself. And it's like he's dreadful beyond belief. But it doesn't say in here what they didn't like about his performance or and why was they annoying. thought why they thought he was dreadful or anything and, it's, and that he can't chew, chew gum properly that's probably I don't know if that was a Goldblum thing like him kind of like smacking the, the gum to be you know kind of obnoxious about making the sound or no, I mean some... I, I, I've seen Goldblum just chew gum that's how he does it it's just right. a part of character like, yeah it's, it's just, just kind of like how he does things you know it's just I mean I've seen way worse character choices in movies that I loved yeah and a lot of times it's that because it'll stand out and you'll remember it mm-hmm. because if you're just doing regular things everybody else would do if they're in the role then why did they cast you yeah I mean, they, they bring Goldblum. in these people because they add something to the role that wasn't there before. Like, you were talking about, like, Ian Malcolm in the novels is kind of a bitch, and he gets taken out by the T-Rex. He gets killed He in gets the killed, and in the movie, you know, it was like, man, Goldblum's character makes Ian Malcolm so much cooler uh, that, you know, he actually grabs the flare, and he's, like, trying to distract the T-Rex to get it away from the kids, from the kids in the other Jeep. And then he's like, you know, Grant's like, Ian, freeze! Like, don't fucking do that to that thing, man. It's going to come after you. And so then it starts running, and he ends up, like, throwing it, and he ends up going into, like, mm-hmm. the uh, where the toilet thing is. And uh, and then he ends up just basically just... He, he just devours the... The T-Rex devours the, the attorney, or the lawyer, like, whole. Like, yeah. he, he just... Like, one bite eats that motherfucker. But... Like, but that's the thing is like they, they want to put that somebody's dreadful, but then they don't want to explain what about their performance besides the gum chewing thing. That's the reason you think his performance is dreadful because you don't like the way that he chews gum. Go fuck yourself. If if you watch a movie, do do, do me this favor. If if you're watching a movie 
and you're like, man, fuck this movie because somebody in the movie is chewing gum and it offends you. Take your cupcake ass out of that movie theater and just stop watching movies. Do something else. Yeah. Play Dungeons and Dragons. You know, jack off. Like, do something. Read a book. Read a book. Fucking internet. No, you can't yourself. I know you can't. They can't read. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> you can barely write. We can barely even read this shit. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, all that stuff just really gets me. I'm like, I don't understand. And then people want to talk shit about, you know, like, the kids are obnoxious. And I'm like, I'm like, it's the same thing. Like, remember when um, Episode One Star Wars came out, and everybody was like, "Ah, oh, fuck this little this kid that they got to be Anakin." Fuck, who's this Jake Lloyd kid? He's annoying. And I'm like, okay, look, do you know how hard it is to fucking act for Star Wars when you're like ten? Like, that's a lot of pressure because everybody's gonna have you under a microscope. I thought he did fine. He did a fine job for, like, a ten-year-old kid that hadn't acted before. Yeah, I mean, go look at the tape of, uh, goddamn Leo whenever he was that old. He wasn't necessarily killing it either. The only one I, I think that can just... Or only a couple people I can think of that was just, like, smashing it in our day and age was, like, Elijah Wood whenever he was a kid and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Whenever oh, he was yeah, a kid, yeah, he yeah. was knocking shit out of the fucking park. I mean, so... I Third don't, Rock from the Sun, bitch! Yeah, that dude was fucking killing it. But there's not very many kids, and oh, obviously Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's the greatest ever. Drew Barrymore. Um, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she she was better later on. She's getting better still. I mean, yeah. She's one of those people that actually... You Constantly know, works on it. Works on her craft. Because works on her is, performances, yeah. But, yeah, so it is something like that, so... But I just, you know, it's like people want to talk shit about, like, the kids. And I'm like, the kids did a really good job in this movie. I don't ever think, like, oh, fuck, considering they're Considering, one, they're kids. Right. And that aren't actually actors. Two, you know, the dinosaurs aren't real. Right. So they have to react to all this stuff with basically CG and, like, sometimes they have animatronics to look at. But they're basically acting to essentially something that's built in the computer. You have any idea how hard it is to act to that kind of shit? When you're not a classically trained actor, you're just a kid that happens yeah, well, to be working. They had for a lot a of movie. like real life animatronics on the set, like yeah. heads and stuff like that. But you still know it's not real. I mean, dinosaurs were real, but they're far removed from us. Yeah. You know, like, was, they yeah, were extinct million before years ago. our evolutionary process even began. Right. So that's how far removed we are. We might as well be from different planets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then, I, mean, I even heard, like, one theory that people think that dinosaurs weren't from Earth. That's why they eventually, like, died off because they couldn't evolve to the way Earth was in time. Well, it would make more sense if we weren't from Earth than it would if dinosaurs <laughs> weren't from Earth. Yeah. Us not being from Earth, very possible. Dinosaurs not being from Earth, who the fuck would have done that? I don't know. That's you know. Maybe the predators dropped them off. Yeah, so they could have fossil fuels later when they came back to refuel their ships. Right. Uh. <laughs> Either that or hunt those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's oh like, man, wouldn't that be awesome to see a predator movie where they're just like hunting a T Rex and shit? That'd be goddamn right it would. Fuck yes. Let, Hollywood make that shit happen. See why haven't you done that? You guys just don't like money anymore. No imagination, man. You just do remakes instead of being like predators versus dinosaurs. People be like, that. "Fuck, take my money." <laughs> Sci-fi. Why haven't you done this? Right. You they don't even have shown to use up to actual predators. You past. could just be like, 
sci-fi could just be like hunters versus dinosaurs and it's like or no like space hunters versus dinosaurs i'd be like yeah sci-fi is killing it man there there's they come up with some crazy shit but i remember watching like back in the day like ice spiders and shit like that because i fucking hate spiders so i love anything that shows spiders getting killed a lot (laughs) Uh, very true you know (laughs) but uh but yeah, it's like you know, like even when they were talked about, like you know, how the hell could Tim uh, be on like a ten thousand volt electric fence and like get shocked and fly back and is like it, you know, looks like his heart stopping and then Doctor Grant has to do CPR to him to get him back. It's like would they just instantly kill him? And not necessarily. And There's I was been like, people that's we don't... been struck by lightning that survived. Yeah. Well, and my thing, too, is that, like, we don't know if all 10,000 volts all came on at the same time. It probably had to ramp up to that kind of voltage. Well, it wouldn't have, because, for one, that's not how electricity works. It doesn't have to do that? Like, like, it wouldn't be... I don't know how those fences are made, It wouldn't be, like, supercharged as soon as it was turned on. Right. Uh, Most likely, there was a surge first. Right. Like uh, in, that's probably what Tim got. Yeah, there's like a initial surge, like in power lines. I used to work around those. Uh, so whenever something happens, there's a surge, and also, um, for you to get electrocuted by any type of like wiring or anything like that, you have to be grounded, like to another electrical wire. Right. So he probably would have. I mean, and also. If you're watching Jurassic Park for realism, <laughs> you're watching the wrong movie. It's a movie with fucking dinosaurs in it. You're watching a movie where they're talking about cloning dinosaurs out of mosquitoes. Right. That got truck that got st- uh, stuck in tree sap, and somehow some archaeologist was able to find a mosquito in tree sap. And then figure out that the blood that's inside of the mosquito is a dinosaur blood. Right. And not only just, uh, not only dinosaur blood, only one single dinosaur. So that mosquito, mosquitoes usually be bite a lot of stuff. <laughs> mosquitoes be biting everything. Yeah, so <laughs> these mosquitoes, these specific mosquitoes that they found in Jurassic Park, only bit one dinosaur each. Before they got stuck in tree right. sap. It's very convenient. It's very convenient. See, see, see my problem? Like, if you sit if there... if you're focusing on that, then you're forgetting you all You already this ruined the movie. For like, yourself. There's so much magic to this movie. Who cares? They could have said, like, yeah, we found, like, a dinosaur foot. And, uh, yeah, whatever. It's like, who cares how they cloned them, really? Like, that story of how they did it doesn't matter to the movie. No. It's about surviving. It's a survival movie. You're trying to survive the park. And also, uh, dinosaur cloning is actually kind of seeming like it would be possible. I don't know if they would do it. But there's a discovery that was made, and you're going to have to go look it up because I didn't write down the whole details of the discovery. But there's a doctor named... (laughs) Yeah, there's a doctor uh, named Mary Schwitzer, and she has... uh, figured out that there's actually enough dna and like dinosaur like bones that they've been finding that you could actually possibly clone a dinosaur huh that's interesting they should not do that but yeah because these movies are basically like this is what happens when you fuck around with dinosaurs um 
But uh, but we'll go ahead and we'll take a break here, and then uh, when we come back, uh, let's see what what are we gonna. Um, Okay, well, since we were talking about Spielberg, we're going to precisely what people didn't like about Spielberg in this. So yeah. we'll, 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 we'll go ahead into and it. we'll cover that when we come back. <laughs> hold on to your butts hopefully you guys were holding on to your butts right. stuff is about to get real right um yeah it's uh man there's like a it, Samuel L. Jackson I think is underappreciated in this movie because he's so good as uh Mr. Arnold the the other uh the other uh programmer with that works with Nedry Especially when he gets eaten. <laughs> right. He gets fucking ate by velociraptors like, eh. Yeah, they're like delicious. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, Samuel L. Jackson could be the most delicious. But we'll never be able to eat him. So we'll never know. <laughs> it's our loss. I just took it there. I just went. I just, I just made it really morbid and weird now. <laughs> yep. Very, very good cannibalism joke. Right, <laughs> Too bad we can't eat Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Son of a bitch. The tragedy of the cultured world. Right. You know, if we were in a a free society, (laughs) just start talking like online Nazis. Right, yeah. Fuck this. All right, let's get on with it. (laughs) So anyway, so we were talking about our good buddy uh, Steven Spielberg earlier, and uh, some jackass on the internet thought that Spielberg didn't do a good job with this movie. Like, they directed it terrible. So. <laughs> Makes sense. So, let's see here what this And this has. guy that is saying this is Francis Ford Coppola. I didn't check the username, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was Coppola. Does he hate women? Can you tell by his comment? Uh. I don't, I don't think on this one it does, but there is mm. a comment later where I think they. If I remember, I think they said something about Dr. Settler, but. Uh, I don't remember if I kept that one or not. I, well, I will find out when I get to that one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, all be surprised. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it says, uh, to me, uh, Spielberg is one of the greatest directors of all time. Just one movie is enough to call him a master, which is Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Uh, Jurassic Park was a, a very big disappointment to me because I expected so much more from him. Instead, it was a solid and at times very slow-paced and mediocre adventure film. The first half was like an interminable introduction. It was too slow-paced and I expected some action or fun and had none of it. Uh, then I asked, where, where's the fun in the first half? I had expected a perfectly directed, also perfectly written action suspense or suspense uh, or a, a gripping story. They actually, this guy accidentally said gripping instead of gripping. 
<laughs> Makes sense. Uh, hey, but he has was, to do that perfect. Right. But it was uninteresting till the second half. The opening hour could have been tidied up in about 20 to 30 minutes easily, and the dinosaurs appear for only about 15 minutes in the last hour. Uh, the only successful thing in the movie is visual effects. As you know, it was a revolutionary experience in the movie theaters that year. Uh, I appreciate, uh, but as an adventure or action, I think that the movie is just okay. In the second half, I had expected that there would be a battle between the family and the dinosaurs. <laughs> a do-or-die fight, but I couldn't, fi- but I couldn't find anything spectacular. <laughs> I just, part of me is just like, yeah, I can imagine fucking Grant and Settler and then the kids basically just like trying to hold their own against the fucking T-Rex. How the fuck is yeah. that going to work? And you just see like, uh... They had to run. <laughs> you, you just see like, uh... <laughs> The dinosaur, like the T-Rex break through the building and then you just see like them go to like the gun cage and then Alan Grant's like, let me show this fucker who's balls. <laughs> and then he like strips down with like the shotgun bullets across his chest and the kid's like, like a uh, suit up too and he is like, we're about to fuck some dinosaurs up. <laughs> Starring the action star, Sam Neill. <laughs> Laura Dern. <laughs> Laura Dern. And also the action star, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and Sir Richard Attenborough. <laughs> In the most action-packed movie of the year, Jurassic Park. Right. Where they create a park and then murder all the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, that's the dinosaurs are about to be extinct it's again. Like, <laughs> it's not like they could change a lot of that and just be like, you know how Crichton's book is so successful that they bought the rights to the uh, to make the book a movie before he even wrote it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they got it up just as idea. Yeah, and they're they're like, yeah, 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 and it was like, fuck his. You <laughs> see Steven Spielberg like. Okay, how much cash can we make doing Michael Crichton's more, like, you know, subdued, uh, just kind of like suspense thriller? Uh, we can make a pretty good amount of money. How much money can we make if, the, if like, the, if the scientists and the kids just go fucking crazy and blow the fuck out of every dinosaur on that island with, like, explosives and guns and yeah, shit? Yeah, let's just make it an action movie. We'll just make it, like, a straight-up action movie. Where we're just murdering dinosaurs. Right? <laughs> We brought them back and we cloned them all to make a park. And then when these scientists get there, they're like, fuck these dinosaurs. Let's kill them all. <laughs> and it was like, okay. The studio be like, we, we had an idea to get like Sam Neill. He's a classy actor or whatever. He'll, you know, he actually looks like a scientist. No, I need Stallone. <laughs> I need Arnold in this shit. What about, what about Dr. Sadler? Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a woman. Put a wig on him. All right. <laughs> Fuck, just get Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, get Sigourney Weaver. Let's, <laughs> they all show up with machine guns. That doesn't make any sense. I don't care. Rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket launcher. Yeah. Fucking uh, RPGs. Like, fucking... You see E.M. Malcolm with, like, a fucking rocket-propelled oh, grenade launcher. Like, out of the back of the Jeep. Like, fucking blowing the T-Rex's head off with an RPG. <laughs> it's like, must go faster. Must go faster. Now stop. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Cut. 
go back to hell, you fucking thunder lizard. <laughs> he fucking blows up. You just see, like, the producer just sitting back there like, this is going to make, like, $2 billion, guys. We're going to fucking break records. This is the most amazing shit I've ever seen. And then when it gets released next week on the Sci-Fi Network, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic shit. Starring Sylvester Stallone. And Sigourney Weaver. And Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> and the shitty dinosaur movie that nobody really wanted. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's better this way. This ha- this guy. Um, this guy actually. I mean, this this is the kind of person that's just sitting there like, man, fuck this slow pace. Fuck these dinosaurs up, man. It's kill like, them all. <laughs> kill them all. Sam Neil would have totally took this role if he had a machine gun. It's like no, he wouldn't have. Napalm the fuck out of this whole island. <laughs> It's like, man, this guy was down. watching this movie. He's like, burn the island down. Kill all the dinosaurs. Lord darn, show me your titties. It's like, <laughs> dude, you need to You need to leave. Put it all down, man. <laughs> he probably got his ass beat like outside the theater because he was just acting like a crazy person. Um, yeah. You know, and um, that, is, uh, that is one of those things uh, that just... It irritates me about people that um, they're like ramp this shit up. I want to see explosions and guns. It's like, look, man, um, not everything's going to be like to the like the fiftieth thousandth degree. Not everything's an action movie. Yeah, it's like just because you get dinosaurs in it, that doesn't really make it an action movie. It's really like a thriller. It's like a suspense thriller. Yeah, yeah. it's like an exciting it's like movie. A, it's like You're a survival. To figure out how, yeah, because you called survive. it a survival movie earlier. That's basically what it, it is. That's what it is. You're trying to survive. It's like right. to me, that's like the difference between something like Commando and Predator. Right. Like Predator to me is like more like a thriller movie. There's action in it, but it's really it's very trying, cerebral because yeah. it's like they're trying to figure out like what the fuck is hunting them, what's killing them, and they have to kind of slowly piece together like what the fuck this thing is, and then eventually it's just it's just the Predator versus Arnold, right? And that's the only point where it actually becomes an action movie. Yeah, when it when it's actually Arnold figuring out that he's gonna have to try and hunt this motherfucker while it's hunting him, then yeah. it's like this cat and mouse game. Now it becomes like a full blown action movie because it's like like mano a mano. I mean earlier, I mean you have like the gunfights and stuff, but it it the gunfights a lot of times don't last very long, and, and then you you start telling more of the story. The last Commando, like twenty seconds or something. Commando is an action movie the whole fucking way. Yeah, it's just and I like love a that movie. Uh, C- Commando basically is like we don't give any fucks about a story. The story is extremely simple in Commando. His daughter gets kidnapped by one of the guys that he used to be in the military with, and if, like something happened. Bennett feels like you know John Matrix like fucked him over, so he goes to where he lives. The guy kidnaps the- his daughter. The guy's name was John Matrix. Yeah, his name was John Matrix. Uh, he kidnaps, uh, you know, his daughter, and you know, basically, uh, he basically just has to kill all of his goons on his way to go kill Bennett. It's like a, it's a very simple movie. It's a video game. But basically, yeah, it's kind of like a video game. If you, if you're like, what's what's Arnold Schwarzenegger the video game? Like, made into, like, real life. It's like, well, what's fucking Commando? <laughs> Just put a gun in his hand and have a daughter for him to save. Yeah. 
and, and he just basically just just he just fucking kills everybody. He just murders everybody. <laughs> right. But it's like the thing about this movie in particular, I think, is the fact that you know, like people saying that like ah, it takes too long for it to kind of get going and stuff like that. And it's like, well, because I think part of it is the fact that like you're trying to understand like the science of the island, you're trying to understand like the structure of how it works. And they kind of built it like a very, uh, like uh, like a very like sterilized kind of zoo. Like once you're in those jeeps, you're along like a track, and you have to follow where the track takes you. You're basically just in the in the vehicle, and you're just able to see this stuff, but you're not able to like get out. Like you can't interact with the cages. It's very like sterilized. You're not really able to interact with the animals. Yeah. Is there going to be any? Um... Uh, uh, dinosaurs in your your dinosaur part, right? Uh, yeah, he's I like, oh, there is gonna be uh, dinosaurs in your dinosaur part, and then you just see Hammond over there, like, kind of like, like, I really, hate, I that really man. hate that man. <laughs> he's just like Malcolm, just yeah, because he's just kind of like, <sighs> he's like breathing into the fucking camera and stuff in the in the vehicle. He's um, like, there is going to be dinosaurs in your your, your, your dinosaur part. Right. He's <laughs> like, I really hate, hate that, that man. man. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, you could tell that Malcolm just pisses him off. Well, one of the, the interesting things about it was almost kind of semi-confirmed was like, uh, Hammond, he wears all white in the movie. Right. So he's supposed to be like the devil, actually. Because he's playing God and all this kind of stuff, so he's supposed to kind of be like a, like an evil person. And then Malcolm's supposed to be the balance of that, where he's playing kind of like the God, where he's justice and stuff like that. That's why he's always trying to balance out what Hammond's trying to do. Right. Because they were kind of written as like balances to each well, other. Well, and, and Malcolm also wears all black too in the movie. Yeah, that, well, I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you for real? Literally, that's what I said. <laughs> all, I did not hear that. Uh, I I got into some of that Jose Cuervo, and uh, it's uh, I'm feeling it. I'm I'm kind of lit right now. <laughs> yeah, but justice and God, and then devil and playing God and all that kind of stuff because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to you know. And then you know, there's the theories where they're like you know, him and himself says he's kind of uh fond of illusion and misdirecting people when he's talking about the you know the flea flea circuses and stuff like that so they're like they didn't really actually make dinosaurs they just made things that looked like dinosaurs so you know he could get rich er he's already like a billionaire yeah um it was just kind of like it was sort of like his his once he uh once he had the idea for Jurassic Park that became like the thing that he wanted to do before he died. Right. Was to get that that park up and running and then um uh when did, Hammond dies like in oh shit what is it is it part 2 or part 3 I think when Hammond's like close to death. Yeah. And he asks Something like he that. asks Grant to to go handle this situation at the island and Grant's like there's like no amount of money that you can get offer me to have me step foot on any of those islands ever again. And then he ends up writing him like a fucking massive check and he's like Fuck me, fuck my life, I'm going back to these islands because I just I'm not an asshole and I there's this family that needs my help. 
You know? <laughs> and apparently I'm the only one that's qualified. Right, yeah, I'm the only one who can fucking do this, apparently. And then you find out, like, later on in part three that, like, they don't actually have that kind of money. They're just out there trying to, like, save their son and stuff. And Grant's like, so you basically wrote me a shitty check and you have me out here risking my life around amongst all these fucking dinosaurs, which I have, like, PTSD and shit from. And you're not even going to pay me all these millions you told me you had. You know? <laughs> it's a like... bunch of pieces of shit. William yeah. H. Macy. And Tia Leone. And Tia Leone. Like, like the worst garbage. Couple. And they're not yeah. even actually married. They're like divorced. And that's just their, their, that's just their son. So they're, they're kind of forced to work together. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I know a lot of people didn't like Jurassic Park 3. And I'm like, I can watch that movie. It, it, you know, I mean, the first one's obviously the best one, right? Right. Um, and then, but they kind of go in descending order. Lost World is the second best one of the original group. And then Part 3 is probably the worst one that being said i can still watch part three it's just i wouldn't watch it as much as i would the original the original movie i could probably watch i think the any problem with part three is there's too much um like betrayal and like twist in it uh-huh. it's not necessary for jurassic park it's like m night Shyamalan does dinosaurs yeah, it's like oh and then the, uh, the that guy was a traitor yeah. But then he ended up being a good guy, but also he dies. And it's right, like, yeah. It's just too many. And it's like, well, they're not actually married, and they're not actually rich. They're separated, but they came together to get their kid back. Yeah. And actually, you're okay with it, because you you, you don't you still don't hate kids. It's not really <laughs> any character arc with Alan Grant. It's basically the same thing that he learned in the first movie right and they're like yeah you get to learn it again and it's like he still didn't get paid so really at the end of it like he gets screwed and they did like 87 twists and it's like none of this is necessary you don't need this for Jurassic Park you have dinosaurs there it is yeah that's the story (laughs) there's dinosaurs right there on the screen you don't have to like be like yes but what if this other guy was actually there to steal eggs. And it's like, are you, are you trying to do the the plot to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> in Jurassic Park? Right. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, we're going to trick this guy to go save this kid. Because, you know, you have to trick Alan Grant to go save a kid. He'd be like, yeah, but this kid is stuck on Alan and his dinosaur. Fuck him. Pay yeah. me. That doesn't even sound like Alan Grant. Yeah. It'd just be like, shit, I'll go save him, but, but fuck you. You know, that, yeah. that would be more Alan Grant. It's yeah. just... I'm not doing this for, for you. I'm for, doing it for that poor it's kid. Like, I'll write you a $10 million check. Keep your fucking check. I'm just... You guys let a fucking kid get lost on an island. You all suck. Right. You're fucking uh, terrible parents. That's more like Alan Grant, not just like... Uh, yeah, our kid, he's like six. And he's like, yeah, he's lost on an island of dinosaurs. Nah, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound like Alan Grant. No. And, you know, I, I, it's like, I think that, like, when people talk about, like, the pacing of this movie, the pacing is about perfect for what you need. You need some time to kind of, you know, build up as to why everybody's showing up there at the island. And then... You also, at the very beginning, when you see, you know, Nedry with, you know, Dotson. We got Dotson here. Uh, when you see Nedry with Dotson, it basically sets up that whole thing that there's a rival company that wants access to the dinosaur embryos. 
and they're going to pay Nedry. How much were they going to pay him? It was like well, like seven million dollars. They're going to pay him a good. They're going to pay him a good chunk of money. I know he was going to make like over a million for sure to Absolutely. do this. To steal those embryos out of the system and then bring them to the docks to like their... Which is the plot to... to um, yeah. Willy Wonka and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything relates to Willy Wonka. Fucking Snowpiercer, this movie? No, we're just fucking with you guys. It's the exact movie. It's the exact same shit. and no chocolate. People dying in a... Fucking crazy experimental facility. Did Hammond accidentally have those people die, or did he do it on purpose? Yeah. Where was the magic boat ride? <laughs> it was trying to deal with that fucking hurricane that they were... <laughs> that was the magical boat. <laughs> yeah, probably the best idea is when you buy a couple islands for dinosaurs, make sure it's not anywhere that hurricanes can be. <laughs> Because Hammond explained something that like he got like a really good deal from the Costa Rican government to buy those islands. That's why he did it yeah. because he got a good deal, I guess, on just buying them because they were like desolate. There was nothing on them. Yeah, when you can just buy islands, I mean, might as well buy them. Yeah, might as well go to Costa Rica and fucking buy islands, right? Where you can, you know, how you have to deal with like hurricanes and shit and yeah, tsunamis. It's like, <laughs> um, Especially if you're going to put dinosaurs on it and you're very dependent on, like, gates and structures to stand. You're like, eh, as long as the island's cheap, I might as well build it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, it's like, hey, I got a good deal on these fucking islands. So, it's like, what happens if the dinosaurs get off the island? It's like, that's up to the Costa Rican government. I don't give a fuck about all that. Gotta get that deal. <laughs> gotta get that deal, son. Uh, it's free real estate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Costa Rica, your, your land's cheap as fuck. Fuck! <laughs> like, I wasn't going to put this shit in Mexico. They're too poor. <laughs> yeah, they're too poor. I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's like, whoa, man. Is Hammond, Hammond's fucking racist, man. <laughs> well, you notice he didn't invite any black people in the island. <laughs> One of his lead engineers is black. <laughs> That's true. But he didn't invite anybody that was black there. They're all white people. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, that's very true. There was no... <laughs> he, He's he, like, well, there's this other, like, uh, uh, you know, um, a paleontologist or something like that. You know, he's an Asian. He's an Asian dude. Nah. <laughs> yeah, they uncovered, like, a bunch of bones in China. Like, you can go talk to that guy. It's like, you know, it's like... Uh, paleontologist uh what's his name it's like dr you know doc, dr uh wong or whatever and it's like oh yeah okay yeah i'm not gonna do any of that shit i'm no, not trying to have any asians on my I'm not have any asians go visit my park uh, uh, yeah, i need uh, i need two very stale white people <laughs> i need i need a couple white people and it was like and uh, the lawyer's like oh i can bring a jewish guy it's like uh, okay bring the jewish guy but i'm not gonna be super happy about it <laughs> oh he's never super happy about it <laughs> right no even though malcolm's right 100 percent of the time mm -hmm. yeah yeah malcolm is basically like he's he spits nothing but truth in this movie <laughs> he spits hot fire he's literally like right Dylan. he's <laughs> literally right about everything right everything that malcolm everything talks about maybe he's the 100 he's right really about. the hero of this movie he dr is. malcolm yeah because he's saying it before it happens and everybody's like ah eh, maybe he's right maybe he's not and then like at the end it's like yeah he's even he's, dr grant was like yeah you know like malcolm was right 
Yes, yeah, so life finds a way. Fun. When he found those eggs, and he was like, "Damn it, Ian was right." You know, they they can procreate because he found those eggs. Yeah, uh, they were they were Velociraptor eggs. Mm-hmm. Was it raptors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as far as the story goes, people fucking hated the story and understand understood about fuck all of this entire movie. Also, like, okay, <laughs> go on with your comment first, and then I, I'll have something for that. You'll react right? to that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and read. This This one's uh, this one's juicy. There's a lot here. So it says, The screenplay follows an outline quite predictable. It starts with the explanations concerning the creation of the park, and especially the dinosaurs. Well done. Nevertheless, to the script writers who could show cleverness concerning the artificial birth of the dinosaurs. <clears throat> then the movie goes on with the visit and the discovery... Uh, inclusive as dinosaurs don't appear uh, of the park, and this is where the problems appear. Otherwise, the movie wouldn't have existed. A storm is breaking. A bad engineer is switching the uh, current off to steal dinosaur embryos for his personal interest. More serious, dinosaurs are getting away and spreading panic among the visitors. The the main sticking point for me was the character was the the character that the the park's owner. Uh, trusted the least seemed to be in control of all the security over the the writable fail safes uh, at the touch of a single button. Apparently, the moral of the story is that you can't control a zoo filled with dinosaurs. You can control a regular zoo filled with dangerous animals, but for some reason, dinosaurs are tricky. What? And just uh, think uh, about the premise of the film for a second. The man discovers a way to create dinosaurs. And his master plan is to charge tickets to a zoo where a handful of tourists can ride in a couple of jeeps around the island. That's the plan. How long uh, would that park last? Within 24 hours, the USA or some other government would invade the island, close it down, and hijack the entire staff along with the animals. And that's what. And, and what's with the security measures? An electric fence a dinosaur could tear apart in a second? Well, what if power goes down? You geniuses can clone a dinosaur, but you've never heard of power shortages? The, the sick triceratops was a somewhat pointless touch. The ability to just get out of the tour vehicle and wander around with the animals was strange, as you uh, couldn't do that in a regular animal park, let alone one filled with resurrected prehistoric creatures. So, in a zoo... Like, if they've ever been to a zoo, which... Jurassic Park, that's what it is. It's basically a zoo, it's a zoo with, with dinosaurs. dinosaurs yeah. So in a zoo, the, like, they have a pen where they'll have like a bear in it. Yeah. Could you get in that pen if you wanted to? I mean, you could probably try to climb the fence or something, but somebody would try and get, somebody would get you down. They probably wouldn't get to you in time. So definitely, you could get in... Yeah, the bear pen. They could try. The security could probably try to get you down, but if you really would just like, I'm gonna fucking climb this fence and get in there with that bear. You see, how many times do you see people on YouTube do like crazy shit at zoos where like they get into like the chimpanzee pen or they fuck, they start fucking with lions and shit. Well, there's that one woman that got arrested. Yeah, for getting in those. It was in a lion pen, wasn't it? Yeah, or was one it like was a, a lion pen, yeah. and another one was in a different pen, and she literally got arrested, and she's being charged with uh trespassing You're right so she'll go to prison for a couple of years yeah um good thing she didn't get eaten <laughs> she survived probably because the lion was like are you this fucking stupid <laughs> the lion was probably like they will kill me if i eat you right even though 
in my opinion. If you get eight by a lion and you're in the lion's pen, that's on you. That's exactly what I think about that. The lion... If you're dumb enough to climb into the lion's pen and get eaten, there's no putting that lion down. No. I would be like, good job. This is your pen. Yeah. We brought you here uh, from you know Africa, and we put you in this, and this this is your space. If humans want to come into your space that are not like park workers that are feeding you or yeah. tending to you, you know whether it's like uh, like the veterinary staff that's taking care of the animals or feeding or something. If you have a regular human in here that is trying to fuck with you and you eat them, oh, you, you did what you were yeah. supposed to do. <laughs> it's like if you got in a lemur's pen, and they stabbed you to death with their really long middle fingers, and then you died, you wouldn't be like, well, we have to kill these lemurs. They'd be like, no, nope, well, that person that's dead, that's his fault, because they jumped in this pen. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't jump in animal pens. And also, dinosaurs, how would you know... And... One thing is this was kind of based off of Walt Disney and all the problems that happened with that park when it was first opened and it's like you're assuming that you would know how to deal with it before it even happened. You wouldn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Because no one's ever opened a dinosaur park before. Right. So you can be like, we built these giant fences and we have electricity in them. But... The people that built the giant fences probably thought, and what they thought, the giant fences alone are enough to hold the dinosaurs. Right. But it also being electrified will maybe just keep them back from trying to test it. Right. So they were anticipating even if the power, um, you know, shorted, the dinosaurs still couldn't get through the pens. Right. And then what does Muldoon say when uh, when Grant and Sattler get to the Velociraptor pen? He was like he was like they attack the fences in different spots, right? Because they're they're testing them to see where there's weak points. Because they remember. Because he's like they remember they remember what parts you know have electrification and which parts maybe aren't to- completely working. And he was like they remember where they've they've checked because the uh, the Alpha Raptor. Will have them test the system to to see where they right. can get out, and you know it's like to think, you know it's like uh, what's the thing that um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, uh, which Mr. Arnold, yeah, hold uh, on to your butts, yeah, right, hold on to your butts. Uh, but he he basically says he's like he's like we have all of the problems of a major zoo and a major theme park combined. You know, because he's like, not only do we have live animals here that we're trying to take care of and deal with, and we also have to be able to make sure that they don't fucking get out and eat people, but then we also have to worry about, like, systems not working correctly. And the reason that Dr. Settler was able to get out of the Ford Explorer and go fuck around and deal with the Triceratops was because they had a bug in the system that was making it where the doors... Uh, would they could just unlock them on your own and get out? Yeah, because of Nedry. Yeah, because Nedry was fucking with the system and they could just get out, you know. So it, it's you know it's I I think a lot of times when when people watch these kind of movies they're like, 
Look they at don't how pay much, attention. Right. The, but the thing, they're not paying attention because they're thinking like, oh man, the U.S. would probably send the military in and just take this island over. And then their whole fucking brain just go like, you saw how far they went off the rails here. And it's like, you're not even look, paying attention to the movie anymore. Look, if you fantasy world. If U.S. came in and take this island over... They would, they they would literally. The, these islands would just become a state. They'd just get annexed, like right. we did Hawaii. So if if like, so say based on this, if somebody was if if uh, somebody told the United States government, hey, they there's this fucking billionaire guy in Costa Rica that's created fucking dinosaur park, and the uh, the security system has failed. And the dinosaurs are loose, and the, and the United States is like, well, fuck, we need to go down there and probably help Costa Rica. If they tried to take the island over, don't you think Costa Rica would be like, no, motherfucker, you can't just take over the island. Like, that's that's like a fucking act of war. You're, like, invading one of our islands. That's what America would do. <laughs> they would literally just take Costa Rica. That's what we did to Hawaii. Right, we just took that shit. We just took Hawaii, and we're like, yeah, Hawaii's a vacation spot. Let's all come party here. And it's like... 1950? Oh, it's a state now. They (laughs) actually had one of the only working monarchies ever. Yeah. Because monarchies don't work. Uh, You know, ask like... Because I was actually... This is going to be a tangent, people, so just... (laughs) <laughs> Hold on for a second. Trigger but, warning in case you don't want to hear the tangent. But it's on topic. Right. There's literally been, like, no, like, because I was sitting there thinking, like, because uh, when we had a conversation about who was the greatest president of all time, like, somebody that a lot of people wouldn't disagree with and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think I said Teddy Roosevelt, and I think Teddy Roosevelt, you know, is pretty accurate. Teddy would be one of them. My um, my initial one was uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower or Teddy Roosevelt. You guys can send us uh, email at beyondthehate at yahoo.com. Which U.S. president opinion. do you think was probably the most loved? And you can't use any current ones because that's all false. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then I was like, what about monarchies? What Because what uh, I listen to a lot of historical podcasts and I'm sitting here thinking like, what would be like the greatest like king of all time or queen of all time? And I was sitting there and I was just thinking and I was thinking and I was thinking. And I was like, I don't know if there is one. Because the main reason is if you weren't executed or you're not starving your people to death, it's very few and far between. Maybe Elizabeth the first. But then again, she had some fucked up shit she did too. Um, what about Elizabeth II, the one that's living currently? Um, she, but I was talking about like actual monarchs, not like constitutional monarchs where she has no no power or control. Well, it's mostly in like yeah, the House of Commons and the yeah, she doesn't really Parliament. have it. She can't really overthrow anything. She's just like a figurehead. Yeah, basically, she doesn't. She basically can't be arrested though. <laughs> Well, she she has certain like she's a royalty still, yeah. But she has no power in government. Yeah, I think the only thing that she can do is I think she can propose that they that England goes to war. But I think it still had like it still has to go through the House well, of Commons and Parliament. Anybody we go to war. I yeah. propose that we stop going to war. I'm gonna propose that we go. Uh, uh, we, that we start a war against Twitter. 
I'd say Fuck Twitter. We, <laughs> I would say we start a war with Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. He needs to stop making me. I'm just kidding. I, I he needs to stop. We got to stop this menace right yeah, now. That would be hilarious. It's just like <laughs> I'm going all out war on Jason Aldean. It's like, what did I do to you? Nothing. Nothing. We just you figured it would nothing. be funny for a it podcast. It was just funny dude. because you have a really funny name. Yeah. Jason Aldean. So I was like, I'm taking you down, Jason Aldean. Um. <laughs> If the shit gets out and Jason Aldean's like, who the fuck are these guys? It's like, look, we're actually not trying to start shit. We're just fucking with you. <laughs> I actually like some of your music, but. Right. But. That guy's got to go down. <laughs> Keith Urban, you, you've done well. Nicole Kidman, <laughs> damn, dude. God, yeah, damn. <laughs> respect. respect. Mad respect. Mad respect, bro. Um, Rappers can't pull pussy like you got. Yeah. <laughs> Very true, yeah. Um, or shit, even if you look at uh, Tim McGraw, I mean, he's got Faith Hill. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, you did well. <laughs> you did well. It's you like, did well, my friend. Whoever, who's married to like Martina McBride? I forgot. Uh, shit. Who's married to... I think it was Blake Shelton at one was point. Was it Blake Shelton? That lucky motherfucker. Well, he's, I, with, he was good, he's with Gwen Stefani now. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm like, I'm not Who, like a country person. Who's not married to Carrie Underwood right now? <laughs> Sony Roma, you fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up. You man. fucked up bad, son. Um, oh, God. Tony Roma, that dude's just a mess. But anyway. Good luck uh, on your golfing. <laughs> oh, man. Like, anytime I hear him calling, like, a Cowboys game, I'm just like, dude, like, seriously, just, just go play golf. Just leave leave football behind, you know, because he's out here trying to like shower praise on Dak, and it's like you lost you lost your career because of Dak. He replaced you. <laughs> it sounds very, and when he praises Dak, it sounds very. It's not genuine. It feels fake. It feels very fake. Yeah. Like, he was kind of hoping when he left, they'd be like, "Romo, could you come back?" And then they left. They're like, "Yes, we got a guy." Has arm strength. <laughs> we actually have a guy that can throw the ball, and he's not a fuck mess, and his personal life is. Now we got to get rid of this Jason Garrett. Fella. <laughs> uh, we already established he's a ginger, no soul. Uh, <laughs> don't he hate his gingers. Be, he might be a cardboard cutout. It's just wonder, a rumor. It's just oh, a rumor. Man, it's just think... a cardboard cutout that Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones is hiding behind it and trying to call plays. <laughs> That's why he doesn't get fired, because it's actual Jerry Jones. He's just hiding behind the cardboard. <laughs> that would explain why their offense doesn't work by the fuck. <laughs> He's just, he basically paid like a, like a Hollywood studio to make Jason Garrett into like a CG character. It's like, it's like, why would he never fire Jason Garrett? It's like, because he actually doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Jerry calls all the plays from the box. <laughs> You see him with like the headset in, and then they, they they show him up in the box with his son, and he's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> gotta take that shit off." I don't want the I don't want the secret to get out, yeah. man. That uh, Jason Garrett's actually a CG animated character that I made <laughs> because I don't trust any coach, and I'd rather just run the team myself. <laughs> That's why I can't get fired. That is hilarious. It's like, well, then who is your daughter fucking married to? And it's like, oh, she's married to some other fucking guy. And we just, you know. We just digitally impose uh, Garrett's face over top of that guy. 
Oh, man. But I did have one little thing here, and I had to save this. I, there was nowhere for me to put this, so I figured like this would just be like the dessert at the end of this delicious meal we just had mm-hmm. uh, before you like play the outro and everything. So <laughs> I copied this comment verbatim from IMDb because this is, uh, this is just so stupid. So it, it's, uh, he gave it a 2 out of 10. And it says, uh, movie makes no sense. And sense is actually spelled wrong, uh, for those of you who want to know. And the username is T-131-9612. This was April of 2018. So, very recent. Like, within like a year and a half or so. This movie, or this, this move, movely... They put an L in the word movie. You're, you're going to get an L for this entire sentence because you just took a loss. But <laughs> this movely makes no sense. Yet again, the word sense is spelled wrong. Uh, dinosaurs don't reel and people could bet the dinos up. It is bad and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True that. So... I'm going to read again in case you feel like you just had a stroke and you're not sure. It sounds like a bot wrote that. Or like a little kid. So it says, this movie makes no sense. Dinosaurs don't reel. And people could bet the dinos up. It is bad. And I don't get it. So I think what they meant to say was, this movie makes no sense. Dinosaurs aren't real. And people could beat up the dinos. It is bad, and I don't get it. Well, for for one, people could not beat up the dinos. <laughs> dinos. We would get fucking eaten. Right. They literally spelled it D-I-N-U-S. Like, dinos. Instead of dinos. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. This is the kind of shit I have to suffer through for y'all's entertainment. I have to well, look at the most hateful, stupid shit on IMDb. To bring you these miraculous episodes. And well, this is the kind of shit that I have to read. Well, th- those comments were doo-doos. Doo-doos? Um, yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know what to say about that. No, I, I, I just... I had to say that one because I'm like, I don't know... I can't really... This doesn't go with anything else. Either that was a bot... Or someone had a stroke when they were right. Yeah, they were just like, ah, and then they fucking... Ah, and then they had a stroke, and I over. hope you're well. I hope you're well. I hope you're okay, and this is not how you actually are. Or you, you didn't die writing this, hopefully. This was not your last words. Yeah, man, that'd be, a, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be fucked up to be writing hateful shit about Jurassic Park on IMDb, and that's, that's how you fucking die. Because if it was, just imagine if you're just, like, at the uh, pearly gates, and there's some judgment and stuff, and it'd be like, well, we're gonna let you in, but it seems like your last words were basically a bunch of hate of Jurassic Park. It's like, yeah, so? And it's like, well... Michael Crichton's here, so... Seems like you gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> it's uh, like no, but I, I I live good my whole life. It's like yeah, but for one, this is you can't even read this. this <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. I'm pretty sure this is one of the sins. It's it's um, gotta be in there somewhere. And true, this isn't enough to go to hell. But 
Purgatory. Yeah. You're going to Purgatory. Because <laughs> Crichton's here, and uh, he doesn't want you in there. <laughs> yeah, because you wanted to talk shit about his, about his, uh, his story. It's like, and this, this don't make any sense. Yeah. Well, this is going to make a lot of sense. <laughs> How about, um... 50,000 years in person. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no. No. And the only thing you will be able to watch in Purgatory for 50,000 years is Marley and me. <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing that you could uh, do when you're in Purgatory is read Rotten Tomato reviews. <laughs> oh, God. You would be like, can I just go to hell? I'd rather just go to hell. It's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're going to read Rotten Tomato <laughs> reviews for 50,000 years. years. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, this we is just, worse than hell. We just came up with the hell torture. And it's like, and the only music that's going to play is by Justin Bieber. And, and it's going to be on repeat. Uh, you know, like, yeah, Nickelback too. Right. <laughs> but mainly Justin Bieber. Mainly Justin Bieber. Because Justin Bieber's music is actually used to torture people. <laughs> yeah, That's does the military true. do that? Yes, they yeah. did that. ISIS is like, okay, I will tell you the plan Americans just stop the shitty music. There's a few ways to torture people. CIA, if you guys are listening, give the terrorist an EA game. <laughs> and have them play it. And don't let them download any of the patches for the glitches. <laughs> and then make them play the game. <laughs> yeah, give them FIFA. It'd be like, you can't play Ultimate Team and you have no internet so you can't get patches. For this that. shit is unplayable! You cannot play this! You cannot play this! My foot went through the soccer ball! <laughs> right. It doesn't even have collision physics! It's yeah. like, welcome to EA, bitch! Welcome to EA. This is the only game you're going to play unless you're going to give me some information. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck are they planning to attack? Okay, okay, I'll tell you everything. I'll, I'll tell, tell you, everything. this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit, the mannequins. You give me a copy of FIFA and I can't even get patches. It's bullshit. <laughs> and that's our theory of why we think EA exists. To torture terrorists. Because <laughs> right. anything else doesn't make any doesn't goddamn make sense. <laughs> no. And this uh, has been Beyond the Hate. Uh, like us. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe to us. Leave us... Reviews, if you guys want to leave us reviews, email us, beyondthehateyahoo.com, and let us know something. Monthly support. Yeah, monthly support's great. Uh, We want to keep going, and just let us know your ideal thoughts. If you guys are somebody that donates to us, uh, we will take your suggestions, and we'll even shout you out on shows, because... Uh, yeah, like our new buddy Ewan Buchanan. Ewan Buchanan, uh, <laughs> yeah. thank you for um, uh, supporting us, and uh, thank you everyone for listening to us. So yeah. this has been Beyond the Hate, Jurassic Park edition. Yes, check us out on awesome. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you want to listen to us, and peace. We're going to bring you some of the dulcet tones of John Williams and his fucking amazing soundtrack. This is great. This is great. This shit is amazing. I fucking want to cry right now because I love this movie so much. I feel like Cher could come in right now. Oh, yeah. Or Celine. And break all of our hearts. Yeah. Like right now. Or Celine Dion walked out to this shit right now. Yeah, and just started singing. Like you would just like tear up and just be like... 
I allergies. Yeah. Allergies. It's just it's the pollen, man. It's getting me. <laughs> oh god. Peace everybody. <laughs> <laughs>